This week, we have my friend and fellow country wife, Lauren Lane. Y'all may know her as Lauren Bushnell from The Bachelor, but wow, has her life changed since her time on that show. So we talk all about it, and I cannot wait for y'all to have coffee with me and Lauren. Before we get to my friend Lauren, I have got to talk about one of my new favorite podcasts, The Snack Show. What happens when two girls who love snacks enter the chat, but they also have pretty differing opinions? Well, then you get The Snack Show with Jamie and Fallon. Join the weekly snack show with Jamie and Fallon as they live out their motto, live, laugh, snack. Y'all, this show is incredible. Jamie Crockett is a displaced West Coast girl living in Nashville. She enjoys random pop culture trivia, all things snacks, beverages, and all the good sleuthing that a mystery has to solve. Fallon Klug is a Midwestern girl making her way to the South by way of New York City. The way to her heart is a back scratch, leftovers, and of course, snacks. Join the weekly journey with Jamie and Fallon who love to laugh as much as they love to snack, where 30-minute episodes are released every Friday. Y'all, this show is going to bring you so much joy. So if you love all the things cookies, be sure to listen to If You Give a Girl a Cookie for all the cookie snacks. Or if you're a chip lover, listen to When I Chip, You Chip, We Chip. This show, guys, it's going to bless you. Go check it out. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coffee with Kaylee with my friend, Miss Lauren Lane. You may know her (laughs) as a former contestant on The Bachelor. um, I know her as a friend who's married to a friend. Yeah. And we have to start with the story of how we met because do you remember this? Yes. Do you remember? It was like, I don't remember vividly, but I remember it was the CMA. Was it? It was. CMA week, yes. And it was actually the BMI after the BMI oh, something. I was wondering. I was like, Because that was... was your first carpet appearance together. First ever, yes. First. And then and then we saw each other on the carpet and you were in bright yellow, looking beautiful. No. I went like kind of um aggressive and I had like kind of like a sequiny sheer. It was like orange. Okay. It was it was a it was a um... I have worn yellow though. Yes. <laughs> I'm always like in black. I don't know why. I think I get to award shows and I'm like, I'm feeling bloated. I'm going to wear black again. I also feel like I haven't been to an award show in like a decade. Oh, same. Because literally it's been a long time. It has been a second and I am not that mad. (laughs) I was just going to say I ain't mad about it. We did go. We did go to CMAs this last time. It was just readjusting real quick. I was like, okay, I've got to get a spray tan and lashes. Yeah, you texted me. Yes, I was like, did you spray tan? Loved Jordan. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) That's right. Okay. Who does this for you? Who does it? You always look so good on the carpet (laughs) so we met night of the bmis Mm -hmm. what's funny about it is so i watched lauren's season on the bachelor (laughs) because you know love the batch i kind of phase in and out i don't always watch all of the season i really should just tune in at the end that's the only time i know it stops being like so insanely it's like the first episode's funny and like fun and then and then it just all makes you nauseous for a while this is the cutest part of this story We've known Chris since he moved to Nashville, which was seven, mm-hmm. seven years ago. Seven years ago. We met at Tyler Hubbard's birthday party, uh, mm-hmm. way north of town that like it was a, <laughs> it was a trek to go to that house. A road trip. Before. Yeah, it was like, it was almost Kentucky. I was like, Tyler. <laughs> um, and so it was Tyler's birthday party slash Super Bowl party because his birthday's end of January and Super Bowl. And so Chris was there and he had just moved to town. We're like, Hey, nice to meet you. And that was like kind of it, you know, he was just sweet. I just remember he was sitting in the chair, very serious about watching the game and not serious about like wandering and making friends. Like, you know, Chris is kind of shy. Maybe that was it. Like, I did not know this about him, but he's like shy with people. Like, it takes him a little bit to 
Russ is actually kind of like that too. He's not shy. He's definitely not shy. But he likes to like read a person before he allows himself to be fully just himself over the top. Yeah. Because he's a lot. And I think he's known that. And so he's like, can this person handle me being a lot or do I have to keep myself (laughs) reined in? (laughs) Self-awareness. That's usually about what he does. That's how he lands. So he was there. I, I just remember him being in this chair. I can remember where he sat. You have a really good memory, by the way. I, I love that this people is say something this on that record I'm... on my podcast because I actually don't. I just remember there's <laughs> there's very few, like if you truly, if all of my friends are like, you remember nothing. It's only, I don't remember conversations. Okay. Which is, I'm a very safe place to tell secrets because yeah. I like, I honestly forget that I've been told sure. that. Sure. But I'm not as an auditory learner. Okay. I'm very visual. Okay. And I feel so, like I'm very similar. So I can tell you where we all sat in the room. Yeah. I can like tell where you things were. the wrong color of the dress you wore on yeah. the red carpet. <laughs> but like, I, I remember that the BMI thing was first because I remember seeing you on the carpet and already knowing you. Okay. But like that kind of thing. But I can sure. tell you what we necessarily talked about or. Sure. But I do remember that Chris, for the first time ever in the seven years that we have known him. He came running, not running, but it was, he was excited <laughs> coming up to us. I just imagine him sprinting, sprinting. He's like, the Dickersons are here. No, it's sweet. Like I know our guy friends are in a healthy relationship when they're excited to introduce them mm-hmm. to us. He came up, he's like, guys, guys, you have to meet Lauren. You have to meet Lauren. And I was like, okay, so this sweet. is exciting. I was like, who's Lauren? And then I like turn and it's you. <laughs> so you instantly were like, wait, yeah. she's from The Bachelor? 100%. But I was like, remain calm. Because I somehow knew, though, you, though, like, that is so weird. I guess Instagram, honestly, because I feel like I knew who you were and I knew who Russell was. So maybe just seeing. Yeah, I guess. So I guess we both knew who you yes. were. So, so you were the one who said it first. Cause I was like, I just remain calm, remain cool. Cause like you turn around sometimes and all of a sudden it's just like, Hey, have you met my friend Nick? And it's Nicole Kidman. And you're like, sure. remain calm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, make no sudden facial expressions. You know, like it's a weird world. So funny. That I know. we like are a part of. Sure. And, so anyway, you were one of the first experiences of that for me because I loved the bachelor. I love that I'm just <laughs> confessing this and fangirling over here. And so I was like, okay, I just had this inner monologue of like, do I tell her I know? Do I not tell her? Do I tell her I know? Do I not tell her? And then you were like, I'm going to be honest. I already knew who you were. Yeah. And I was like, perfect. Yes, I already knew who you were. Truly. I remember telling Chris this. I was like, that was so nice of Kaylee because I didn't know anyone. Like I truly felt like such a fish out of water and like I didn't belong, which I kind of didn't. I was completely do, but well, you know, like know. a lot of people, it's like wives and, and, and a lot of people know each other already. So I was kind of like the new person to the situation. Yeah. You were so kind to me. And like, I remember you were like, let's go get a drink. You introduced <laughs> me to people. We were like, like dancing. Meet Lauren. This is my new friend, Lauren. And I do remember you saying this. I don't know if you remember this, but you were like, I can truly tell you that Chris is a really good guy. You were yeah, like, he's I do remember that. I remember you saying like, he's maybe not flirtatious. Wasn't the word, but you were like, he is very like friendly and stuff like that, but he's a good guy. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's good. Yes. I remember you telling yeah. me that. And I already like knew that obviously, but it was nice to hear that from someone else honestly, and, in and, and another and, female. Yeah. It was really nice because that, I, I valued your opinion yes. in that moment. There's so. plenty of people I haven't had such nice things to say. No, yes. I do. I, I'll only be like, hey, just don't dive headfirst or like, yeah, you know, be in cautious. a roundabout way. Yeah, just be cautious. Sure. 
you know, but I didn't have to say that to you. No. And I, I, when I don't have to say that, yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is good news for everyone. And involved. I remember you were like, like, I've met a few, you know, friend, girls that Chris has been hanging out with or whatever. And you were like, I've never seen him. Like, I no. remember some, you said something yeah. along the lines of, I haven't seen him like this or no, something. And, and it I made me feel really you. good. I was like, he's never run up introducing yeah. them to us. Like yeah. never. And it was so cute. I loved it. But I just felt like the industry was so kind to us. And mm-hmm. I was so terrified because like you at least were like on a show competing with like the world's some of the world's most beautiful people (laughs) i was just like a college girl who like stuck with her college boy you know what i mean i was like i never did pageants i never that was just i played like tennis but but same like truly i like i kind of view like the way that you're describing viewing yourself was exactly how i viewed myself even after the show like i was like i'm I'm just, I'm just a flight girl. attendant, yeah. you know? <laughs> which is hilarious. And I've never told you, I applied to be a flight attendant. Really? Why do we have such parallel lives? I don't know. I applied in college because I was like, I just want to travel. That's why I applied. And too. that was it. I applied to all. Do you, and I did never, you apply to multiple airlines? Yes, but I don't, I don't think I ever officially. Oh, I was in the middle of applying for all mm-hmm. of them when my friend's dad offered me a job as a missions photographer. And I was like, Oh, this is way better. Yeah. I just, I get to travel. Because you to travel still. Yeah. I get to travel, but to all different places and mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with like ordinary people whose bags never showed up. So I was like, oh, okay, this, this could be fun. And so I just stopped my application process. But yeah. now it's so funny. I look around and I'm like, well, here I am still just traveling. Traveling away. <laughs> Good thing I wanted to do this. I know. So many people are like, I'm doing. do you miss it? And I'm like, I mean, honestly, no, because I feel like we're so on the go that like, yes. No, if I like was in one place all the time, I think maybe I would miss it a little bit. The, were you the were you aspect. prepared for like all this travel? Like, does it feel like no. more so? I'm like, yeah, like tell me I'm not alone <laughs> in feeling like this is so hectic. It's it's a little chaotic and like, is there laundry everywhere in your house too? Like, I I came downstairs the other day. I was like, our house looks like a Kohl's department store. Like. There are stacks of clothes and it is not 50% off like it should be. <laughs> Which you have a clo- clothing line with Kohl's. <laughs> Plug for Kohl's. Plug for I love it. Lauren Lane's clothing line at Thanks, Kohl's. It's Amy. actually so cute. And the it's pictures really cute. of you and your mom and like Aww. sister warm my heart so much. I was like, congratulations to Chris Lane. Like you're going to be the <laughs> hottest grandma like your mom. My mom does look really cute. She's, She's gorgeous. so cute. Yeah. I know. I don't think I got her skin though. Get out of town. No, really. I'm looking at it right now and it is She beautiful. has like, she just has great skin and I'm just like, I hope. I just know. Yeah, no. Hopefully no. we can. We need we can to only name help. this like improper mirror, like tinfoil or something. You know, yeah. it's like you don't see yourself like other people do. Like a real mirror shows something different. I don't I know. know. We're all like, what did I just see? I just saw someone posted something about, have you ever taken a picture of a sunset? Yes. And then I been like, quote. it doesn't do it justice. It's like, how is a photo of you any different? Yeah. Remind yourself so true. Or something next mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. It never does <laughs> it justice. Yes. We're here for inspirational Instagram quotes or TikToks with I don't know whatever they do with like music under them and yeah. stuff. <laughs> no, but seriously, it is it is pure chaos. Yes, like is it not chaos? So we have a lot of laundry. Yes. Um. In fact, I just last time I went on the road with Chris was a month ago. We still have one bag that I've not unpacked. Yeah. So, yeah. I also having a child just changes that. I used to be way better and yes. way more on top of it. It's different when you have a little nugget Person running around. You twenty four seven. Yep. And- and then by the time they're asleep, you're exhausted. You don't want to clean your closet. Right. You don't want to do laundry. And that's what grandparents are great for if you have them around. Yeah. I just told a friend of mine, I was like, you know what? Before I hire 
a babysitter or a nanny help. I want to hire someone who will come do laundry. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm like, how many people hire childcare and then just so they can do their chores? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no, this is so backwards. I would rather pay someone to do the chores sure. and spend, spend the time, time with my kid. And I brought that up to a friend the other day and she was like, why does no one think like this? And I was like, I, I don't know. I was like, even if it's once a month, if I can mm-hmm. have someone come and just like organize all the weird piles I have. Like I, you sure. were, we were showing, I was showing you our room and stuff. And I have like a pile here and a pile there and a pile <laughs> there. Like that's clean. That's half clean. That's could be worn. Like again. I promise there's a system here. <laughs> there's really not. But it is, it's so wonderful and fun and like, exhilarating but then mm-hmm. when you do add a kid in the mix you're like oh this is now not just all that it's it's a lot and it, yeah. it was a lot before a kid too like mm-hmm. it is i don't know how we're in like what on on an average three cities per weekend times four you know like you sleep 12? on the bus too like i do not sleep on the bus we i think that's the hardest some, um tylenol pm okay helpful or magnesium if you're trying not to have any medication okay. magnesium helps earplugs Mm-hmm. our game changer i've done the earplugs game changer but yeah it's just you don't sleep as good but mm-hmm. we we toured in and chris did this too like i always have so much respect for the artists who did tour in, in a, a van, van did the whole i thing. was not around for those days yes but and so i was and different perspective right 100 mm-hmm. percent. i was like you know what this is bumpy but it's better than the seatbelt yep. in my back and it's better than wondering if our bass player is going to fall asleep oh my gosh I, and I, that would give me Oh, so much. The amount of prayer I prayed in a 15 passenger van, I think will sustain me the rest of my life. Truly. And the fact that, like you said, you were there for that is amazing because, yeah, I was not there for that or like the radio tour where you're, I mean, I think Chris said one year he was on the road like 300 days of the year. Like, like it's I feel wild. like bad that I even complain now because yeah, he has such a different perspective. Cause he's but, like, you know, you add in relationships that makes it harder. You add in a son that makes sure. it harder, you know, but okay. We do have to go back to the very beginning. <laughs> the transition from started. friendship into more with Mr. Yeah. Christopher. What's his middle name? Eric Lane. Christopher, Eric Christopher Lane. Eric. Yeah. So we, in fact, there's a very funny photo. I need to send you this photo. Yes. I need to try to find it first. But Chris and I met when I was engaged at the time. I used to be ashamed to say this, but it is part of my story. Yes. yes. I was engaged before. Proud of you. Um, And I was engaged to Ben, who was a wonderful person, but we clearly, it did not work out. Yeah. But when I first met. He was met, the bachelor. If he was the, yeah. So yeah. we got engaged on the show. Yeah. This was quite many, many lifetimes ago, but yeah, it really feels like an alternate it reality. It truly like, does. Like, that was a dream though, right? Like yeah. that, none of that actually happened. <laughs> Cause I was, I think I was 20 when I went on the show, I was 24 when we filmed. Okay. So now I'm 32. So it has been That's, a decent yeah. amount of time. Yeah. But anyways, going on the bachelor, suddenly you're thrown into this world that you weren't before. So Ben and I were actually presenting at the iHeartRadio awards in Austin, Texas. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. So that is how I met Chris. We both met Chris. We were introduced to him by Tom Pullman, who works for iHeartRadio. I yeah. believe he still works for them. And he introduced us because Chris liked The Bachelor. So he was like, <laughs> Chris, Chris, you have to go meet Ben and Lauren. And I think he had watched like a little bit of our season. Yeah. He he didn't watch it from start to finish, but he came he wasn't over. He was doing like Bachelor fantasy no, no, no. With, his bro- with his bros <laughs> yeah. like, on the road, all <laughs> the guys. Honestly, respect. I think yeah. that'd be hilarious. <laughs> But he came over and we said hello and we actually all four took a photo together. And somehow, I kid you not, 
the Lord has a funny sense of humor. Chris ended up between Ben and I. So I'm actually standing next to, it goes me, Chris, Ben, and then Tom. So somehow Chris and I look like (laughs) we're together, like some foreshadowing here. Foreshadowing for sure. I would have never, ever in a million years believed you if you had told me that at the time. I was very deep into trying to make that relationship work. But anyways, yeah, we just kind of remained friends, just like stayed in touch. I one time was in Nashville with friends, tried to set him up with a couple of friends because I was like, he's so nice. He's funny. Like this is hilarious. And not in a romantic way. I did the same crap to Russ. Like I 100%. Like you recognize that they're a good person. Yes. So you're like, I was like, oh, do you need some help with this relationship? Like this doesn't seem to be working out for you. Like, do you actually like her or like, he's like, I mean, I don't really know. And I was like, I feel like you should know by now. Truly, it's kind Wait, of. Wait, I need to know who you tried to set him up with because I have a, I have an inkling. <laughs> Do I know who it is? Yeah. Well, yes, yes, because yes, you watch The Bachelor. So my friend Amanda Stanton, who was on it. my season, they never like. They, I don't even think they ever like went on. No, a but date. I could even see them aesthetically, like same kind of vibe. Yes. You yes. Know? I don't know why. I can see what you saw. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I remember telling Amanda, I was like, he's just so nice, and like blah 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 blah. You guys should hang out. I don't think they ever even hung out. Like we one on one or anything that, like actually. that. Did they ever have a no. conversation? No. I'm sure they talked, but like, like via close. Instagram. Yeah. I don't think. And la- actually, I need to ask Amanda if I like passed along her phone number. I don't remember if that ever. Oh, happened. it was just maybe hypothetical. I think it was hypothetical. Like I was trying to talk both of them into so it. So funny. But then he did actually date one of my other friends who was also on the show. They actually like hung out for like a month, and okay. I and I had introduced them. He really was a bad. Or like. <laughs> Truly. Can you blame the guy? Like everyone on that show <laughs> is like a 12 out of 10 and like not not necessarily emotionally a 12 out of sure. 10 or ma- like maturity wise, but like they're always very attractive <laughs> people. So like I don't blame him. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. So that happened. I mean, this is over the course of many years. And we didn't talk all the time. We weren't like texting. It was yeah. more just like he would like respond to my Instagram story occasionally. And after I had broken it off with Ben... Like I had started dating another guy and Chris was playing stagecoach and me and my friends were all at stagecoach. We on the same page. I was like, it has to be stagecoach. It's yeah. a bachelor fan. Yeah. Like it has to be stagecoach. <laughs> so literally, but like, again, just friends, yeah. like said, what's up? Said hi to his tour manager and his band who are also his friends and just said hello. Like that really was it. So it's so crazy to think that we were just friendly for so many years, literally years yeah. before we actually started dating. Okay. But like, I need to know who like <laughs> held the first hand. Did, did he kiss you like in at, at a concert? Like what was like the defining moment where you're like, oh, we are no longer just like buddies. <laughs> I feel like Chris's personality. I don't even know if he's purposely trying to be flirtatious. I think he just is playful. Mm. So he would sometimes That's like, a great word for him. He yeah. Is. Yeah. It's not it's just kind of playful. There's like flirty and like shady. Sure. There's yeah. like, I or like bad intentions. You actually kind of like me. I'm like, my husband is right here. Yeah. You're like <laughs> that. Like there's like flirty weird. And then there's like playful, like yeah. funny. And he, that's definitely him. He's yes. not anything. And he was single. Like, yeah, he doesn't give you the every. No, 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 no. But he would like playfully respond to my Instagram stories and stuff like that. Even when I was dating my ex who I started dating before Chris, mm-hmm. um, he would like respond to my Instagram stories where like, it was a response for like the guy that I was dating. If he had saw it, he probably been, been like, why is he messaging mm-hmm. you? But it wasn't like, in a, it didn't cross a line. It was just kind of like, 
he's being a little flirty and like, I have a boyfriend. Why are you doing this? Yeah. But I also didn't want to think too much into was it. Was that because, like super serious though, that boyfriend? I mean, no, like we weren't living together um, or anything like that, but it was, it was a relatively toxic yeah. <laughs> So I didn't like tell Chris to stop because yeah. I also like, I'm not going to lie. It was, uh, it was a hard relationship. I didn't love myself during it at all. It wasn't just him being toxic. Like I mm. think we both were just toxic for each other. So my friend, Chris, who was funny and cute, like, I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes when he would respond to my stories, it like made me feel good. And I wouldn't respond with anything that was inappropriate or costing a line. It just made me feel good when he'd be like, you look nice or whatever he would say. I don't know. Sometimes (laughs) he'd just like hard or hard eyes it. Nothing crazy. But anyways, the guy that I was dating, we were very on and off, very hot and cold, like with a toxic relationship. Yes. Yes. So we had broken up. But this was like probably the third time we had broken up. So in the past, we had gotten back together. So I wasn't like actively dating because we were on a break, I guess you could say. In the words of Ross and Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) So I wasn't trying to like date anyone else, but I also like we were not together. And again, it was not a good situation. So anyways, I had been out with some friends and we had been drinking wine. It was like, gosh, it was was still earlier in the night. Like it was maybe like six o'clock. I got back to my apartment in LA, which is where I was living at the time. And randomly, for whatever reason, I decided to FaceTime my friend, Chris Lane, who, again, we weren't like actually friends I even makes it I could sound like we were portal to this like tipsy Lauren. <laughs> like, like, so I was, cute. Yes. And true. I was tipsy. I'm I not going to lie. It. I love it. Um, So clearly, I feel like I had like looking back, I clearly must have thought Chris was like cute, but I didn't, it wasn't like I was like pursuing him or wanted right, to date yeah. him. I was just like, you know what? He's fun to talk to. And you were He's what, playful. Like 26? Like, yeah, yeah, probably 26, 27. Um, so I FaceTimed him and so random, but he answers and I'm like, what are you doing? Actually at first he was wearing this really interesting fedora style hat which like i I had not seen him in before i don't it just it wasn't his. i've never to date seen him in one like no (laughs) it's like wasn't his vibe at all and i was like why are you wearing that and i literally said that because i was tipsy so i just started calling him out for what he was wearing he had on like a couple like necklaces like he was very like vibing that night he was so i started giving so la yeah so he was of all places in la stop it no he was in la that night randomly i had no idea so we're both in la Again, he lives in Nashville, Tennessee. I live in LA. I was not anticipating him picking up the phone and being like, I'm in LA. This I thought like I was a just serendipity moment. It truly is. It's very weird. Um, and again, I didn't FaceTime him often. This was not something yeah, this... that I did. So the <laughs> the fact that I FaceTimed him in general and then let alone he was in LA is very bizarre. So anyways, he was like, Well, yeah, I'm at dinner right now. Um, but me and the band are going out to this like restaurant bar, whatever you should come. So I ended up um, tipsy. I was like kind of sad about my my ex and whatever. So I ended up going and we ended up hanging out. Like I knew him and I knew his band. I had met them a few times. His brother is his drummer. Yeah. So I, I knew everyone. And so I we were all having fun. We continued to um, have adult beverages. <laughs> um, And next thing you know, I don't know what prompted it. Truly, like this was not something I had thought of. This is not something that I ever would have thought would happen, but something must have come over me. And I just like attacked him and like started literally making out with him. Like, and so, wait, 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 wait. Kaylee, this is so not my personality. <laughs> no, I know this is, I can't even imagine. No, no. And like, 
we're not like at a club or like a dark bar. Yeah, like we're I need like, a vibe check here. No, like the vibe is, is like there a jukebox playing like no, it's like maybe some light music. <laughs> like I need to know. <laughs> There's like maybe some light music, and it's like a low key patio style restaurant bar. Like everyone's chilling, and I'm just like turning <laughs> up right now. And Chris, I think. Chris says he was extremely caught up. <laughs> like this was really out of left field. I don't. Know. But he's also like, I just am making out with my dream girl. <laughs> like this came out of nowhere. Out of like, nowhere. Congratulations, Chris Lane. Just like so happy for you. And, and truly, like I think when when people ask about how we first like started dating, this story is not what we tell because <laughs> guys not... you're hearing the behind the scenes do you even realize <laughs> that we like honor... make up a story we just no, i know you know we leave it out because it's like you do a consolidated version yeah there was like again adult beverages involved <laughs> and it wasn't like the cutest situation with all this mom talk i thought we should take a quick break to talk about fertility this company has been so incredibly helpful on my fertility journey and I tell all of my friends about it, so I figured I should tell y'all about it. It is so easy, you don't even have to go to a doctor or leave your house. With Modern Fertility, it's easy and cost-effective to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Then simply mail it in with a prepaid label and get your personalized results within 10 days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-to-one -one with a fertility nurse to review your results and the options for your next steps. Having clinic sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. I know it has helped me tremendously. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at $159, which is obviously a fraction of the price. If you go to modernfertility.com slash Kaylee, you can get $20 off of your test. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off your test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Kaylee. That means your test will cost $139 instead of hundreds or thousands that it could cost at a doctor's office. So go get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Kaylee. That's modernfertility.com slash Kaylee. Now back to Lauren. But also, okay, I, I do think this will be valuable to our listeners too. Did you stay exited from the toxic relationship then? I'm not going to lie. No, there was multiple times. So that happened. And then maybe like two weeks later, just fell back into the toxic relationship. Wait, wait. So did you and Chris even have a conversation about what <laughs> happened? Like, was there like, whoa, that was crazy last night or like what? Question mark. So yes. Like, I feel like we had, I'm trying to remember, he was like in LA recording his album or something like that. So I think we kind of talked about it and I was kind of embarrassed or I like, I think I apologized is what happened. And he was like, it's fine. Like no big deal. Because in my head, again, we're just friends. And I had like yeah. crossed a line. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think I just like said, sorry. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's embarrassing. And he was like, no, no, no. Like it was fine. You're fine. Whatever. And then we just like went back to being friends. Wow. Like truly there was no like, let's do that again. It was just like, right. I'm so sorry. Like, Whoops. whoopsie. And then we just kind of both lived our lives. He played stagecoach that year, actually. Um, I went, we said, hi, like it was normal. Like we were just back to being friends. Oh, wow. Um, but you went back. Okay. Yeah, I know. And I wish, I mean, gosh, I feel like, but this is good. Cause you, I guarantee there's someone listening to this that is I like, know. it's hard. I need to exit or I, you know, you know what? I think there's no shame in like how long it takes or I know it's hard. It's so hard. And I think 
to be honest, this relationship particularly started when I was in a very vulnerable place. I had just ended a very public relationship. I was very sad. I had got, I actually got a lot of me, like people really villainized me when my bachelor relationship ended. I don't, Um, I think a lot of times in breakups, people want to like point fingers at whose fault it was. Right. And I kind of felt like I was the one that they wanted to point fingers at. So I was just in a low place and just sad so and lonely. Sorry. I was in, yeah. in LA. Um, I was just very lonely. So anyways, I think that's part of the problem is I wasn't in a great place personally when this relationship started. So I think I didn't necessarily have the strength or the, I don't know, self-love to like remove myself from a situation that I knew I like deserved better than I kind of felt like in that moment, I didn't deserve better than that, you know? Oh, wow. So I think if anything, just got to like, I don't know, spend time like loving yourself yeah. before you can like ha- find that strength. Cause, cause if you don't love yourself, it's really, it is really hard to, yeah. to pull yourself out. And even if you do toxic relationships are called toxic relationships for a reason, right. like it is not easy to end them. You know, I don't know why it makes no sense. I'm not a psychologist. I'm sure there's some yeah. reason behind it, but probably some like addictive highs and lows. To it. Yeah. yeah. There's it's gotta true. be. Like, so. I always love the, I don't know who sings it, but that song that's like, don't let someone find you till you find yourself. That song. Oh, I, I don't like that know. pop song. You do. I'm not singing it on here. It's a very Sing well-known it. song. <laughs> it's a very well-known song. But like every time it, I was like, if, mm-hmm. if I were to be like, hey, this is the anthem to single people. Like that's it. And it's such so a happy true. song. Like we'll just, we'll just insert it here so that I don't have to sing it. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much. Uh, but okay. So you, you finally exit. So I finally exit. Like what's the final, like the final, final countdown? Like what's, yeah. Did um, you end it? Did he end it? I, I did. Good job. I think what really complicated things is we had started like a little side hustle business together. Yeah. So I think that really complicated things because we had this other thing mm-hmm. together. So that was also part of the reason why it was hard to like cut ties. Um, Cause I think with toxic relationships, you literally have to like completely yeah. stop communication. Yeah, is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in our situation, that wasn't entirely possible at that exact moment. So yeah. then that just like was hard, but I completely like block number, like cut ties. Wow. Um, I think I just realized, um, do you know what specifically happened? I think this was a God thing. Truly. I was at a friend's birthday party in LA by myself because we were like not doing well. And I'm standing in line for the bathroom and, um, a girl that he had dated in the past was standing in front of me and she turns around. I didn't know who she was. She was like, Oh, you're so-and-so's girlfriend. Right. I was like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, we used to date. And so randomly we had had this horrible day and like horrible evening too, of like just a lot of verbal, like Stuff going on, problems. I'm sorry. And she like was like the exact same thing happened to me. Same words, same names, same everything. And I think it was like this moment of clarity that I needed to be like, it's not me. It's not just me. Because I think I felt like I was the problem. And I had been told that. Exactly. I was like, people like this. Yes. Like to communicate that that's. And again, I I was part of the problem. I'm I'm never going to be like, it was just this person. I really, it was just toxic on both ends. But anyways, I think it was that moment that I needed again, had to have been a God thing because what are the chances of me standing in line for the bathroom with this person? Right. Yeah. And so I think that just gave me the strength to be like, 
yeah, this is not, this, this is it. not normal. This isn't it. I knew it wasn't it, but I just needed someone else to like, wow, be like, you can do it. Like I did it. Yeah. So you can too. So anyways, well, that ended. Lauren did it. So you guys can <laughs> truly, too. yeah. I think sometimes you just need that friend or even if it's not a friend, someone to just listen and be like, that has happened to me too. And you're not alone mm-hmm. and you can do it. Like you, yeah. you'll be okay. In fact, you'll be better. Mm-hmm. You just need to like be strong in this moment and just do it. And it was like a light bulb clipped. And I was like, I can do All this. Right. I got it. Go. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, so that relationship ended. Phone numbers were blocked. Like I was like, yeah. you know what? This is just not healthy anymore. I need to focus on myself. And randomly, Chris had invited me to go on a trip to the Bahamas. And of Did all... he know you were single? Yeah. I think he knew we were on and off. So I don't know if he knew I was really, really single. Yeah. I think he knew that I would tell him if I was or like he, I wouldn't go if right. I was in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. But I, I don't know. No, I hadn't like divulged to him. Oh, yeah. we broke up. But he it, probably noticed, like, because he's paying attention yeah, to your true. socials. This is true. He's like, well, I haven't seen that guy around in a second. <laughs> he was observing. Time for me to make yeah, my move. Yeah, he had his eye on a um, So he invited me on a trip. He had one other friend going. So I was like, well, I'm not going alone. Like, I'm going to bring a friend yeah. because this could be, like, I just, no, I'm bringing a friend. So I ended up bringing a friend. And it truly was like a friend's trip, like, I stayed in a room with my friend Haley. Yeah. Like it was like not like a romantic trip at all. But I think it was the first time that I fully had removed this other person from my life. And I was able to just fully like be present with Chris, who I really enjoyed. And I knew we got along really well. But it was the first time where I didn't have any sort of like baggage or like anything else going on. So the timing was just really interesting because... It totally opened up this new level of like chemistry that I didn't really notice before that, I guess. Well, or you just like don't let yourself go there. True. You know, out of respect for like Russell gets a version of me. No one else gets. That's true. You know, like. Yeah. You like, just don't even let your heart or your no, mind go it's there. it's inappropriate at some point. Yeah. Like there's there's a, a vulnerability and like a. Sure. Something that just your person gets. Yeah. You know. So true. And yeah, even in, even though it was a horrible relationship, I still was like yeah, in a relationship. So I just didn't see him like that. Other than the one time we were like on a break and <laughs> drinks were had. Other than the bar. <laughs> oh my gosh. This so story. yeah, that's kind of how it all started. And, um, but yeah, Chris was not a relationships person. Um, if anything, he kind of was sending mixed messages on the trip because he was like, I never want to have kids. I never want to get married. But then he'd like hug me or tell me it was just a uh, lot of mixed messages. I think he was afraid uh, of being in a relationship. Honestly, I don't even think yeah. he had really been in like a truly committed relationship. Up I don't until remember that point. him in one. I think it was like very like, let's talk and hang out for like a month. And then yeah. I'm like going to bow out once it gets serious kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I think he was kind of afraid of it. But I do remember, and I, for some reason, I was just okay with it. Like normally if I liked someone, which I was starting to like Chris more than just a friend at that point, especially by the end of the trip, I would like want to take things into my own hands and I would want it to be on my time. Right. And when it wasn't, I would get frustrated or like, you know, I don't know. I would just have those like kind of crazy thoughts yeah, like, right. where you're like, no, for sure. what are they doing? Like, Who are they hanging out with? Them because I don't want them to like forget about me. Or... Exactly. Yeah. Like just overthinking a little bit. 
but I never really had that. And part of that is a testament to Chris because when we got back and kind of went our separate ways, he went back to Nashville, I went back to LA. He FaceTimed me or called me every single day no, he for like three months every day. And I'm not, and it wasn't like, like a text. I wish you guys could see me. My jaw is down. <laughs> that is like serious. It was very sweet. Yes. And it was, it was just, Hey, how was your day? He didn't, he wasn't a texter. He didn't, we didn't like text all day long. Okay. That is very, we didn't cute. text good night or anything like that. It was just every day. He like made an effort to like say hello, call me, oh, he whatever. Loved you so much. It was very, <laughs> it was the first time anyone has like, wow, done that. I'm very proud of him. It right was now. very sweet. Yeah. And to be quite honest, when he was calling me every day, we like, we weren't in an exclusive relationship. We hadn't even discussed that. So I was like going on other dates. Like yeah. we were both single, but I just remember that effort like meant so much. And so even when I was on another date, like I couldn't stop thinking about Chris kind of situation. And, that's and when I, you know, it's when you know, and that's I couldn't even know. like kiss anyone else like I didn't yeah. even want like all like I almost felt like I wasn't like loyal to Chris before yeah. we were in, even in a relationship yeah. it was weird like I think he kind of had my heart and I didn't even realize yeah it, you that's know that's what happens when you like fall in love with your friend because I mean we were you respect with each other and had no idea because mm -hmm. we were so used to being around each other and like it's just how it is you're sure. like I never want to be away from you that's called being in love with someone. I know. <laughs> you know? I'm like, it's I could so hang out true. with you all day, every single day. Yeah. I'm in love with you. Uh -huh. You know, you just I don't know. know. I know. I'm wow. I know. It was very shocking. And then, um, how did you become like, what was the, what was the DTR moment for you? <laughs> like, tell me. Well, ironically, because you had brought it up, the, those award shows. So there's three. Yeah. It's like the BMIs. So like a, one week. There's like a like, week wow, of award shows. So much. Yes. So he it's like had, night after night after night. Yes. So he had asked me if I wanted to go to these things with him. This is we were still just hanging out. Like we had never <laughs> like defined the relationship. Like there are couples in like the industry who date for like years before they're like on the carpet. Yes. Yeah. Right. And I kind of like <laughs> had this feeling, but I also was like, well, he's inviting me. Like it must not be that big of a deal. But his publicist was the one who was like, he he had told his team, you know, I'm bringing a date because usually Chris would walk the carpet yeah. solo because yeah. he was single. So I think this was the first time that he had really like brought anyone. So he just told his team and his publicist was the one who was like, well, you guys should probably figure out like what you are before you walk the carpet together. Because they're going to ask Cause you. Because they're probably going to ask you. People Magazine is here and they're probably going to be like, so Lauren Lane, yes. friend, fiance, what's So happening? actually Jensen, yeah. who is, you guys work with Jensen, right? Oh, uh, no, we don't. Oh, I love but her. you know her. Okay. Yeah. So she is kind of the one who gave us the little old nudge to to define the relationship. So that's how it happened. It was not, it was nothing like super romantic. It was like, so if I'm going to go to these award shows with you, are we, are we, are we dating? And it was like, I mean, I guess <laughs> it was like I, literally very casual. So from there to engage, like how long was that? Okay. So we got engaged Father's Day, which is Father's Day in June, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Something like that. Something. So I don't know. Maybe oh. Six months. Yeah. Cause that's all October, November, November. Yeah. Yeah. So six months ish. It wasn't yeah, very long. That is quick. And we had, we had started talking about getting engaged even before that. Cause I had sent him like ring, you know, he wanted to know what oh, I would want and all wow. that. So, so it happened very, it, the actual friendship was a very slow process over the course yeah. of years. And then the dating was slow and we took things slow, but then the actual 
you know, once we defined the relationship, things moved very quickly. We're like, here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I mean, that's so similar to ours. Like we were friends and then it, once he, we kissed and then we were confused and then back. I mean, it's so parallel. And yeah. then we, as soon as he knew, you know, engaged, mm-hmm. married three months later, How, y'all were engaged longer than that. So yeah, but actually not that long. Cause we got engaged in June and then married in October. So yeah, that is five, four months. Is that only four months? Is that the same? That's the same as you guys. Okay. Wait, July, July to August, August, September, seven, four months. Yeah. We were like exactly three months. It was February so 3rd faster to, but I mean, that's like pretty quick. <laughs> so very parallel, very quick, very, see, and you were all like, did you have a big wedding? Y'all, y'all had a real wedding. You had a gorgeous wedding. We had a real wedding. We but... did too. We did too. We were just younger and like poor. And he was, he was, <laughs> he was a pastor's kid. So there was like 600 people at our ceremony. I've never heard of anything no. like this. No, <laughs> I, no one has. Like I've it's, truly, it's, I like can't he even... might be in the Guinness book of world records. And I don't know. Like, truly. And Which doesn't be. surprise me knowing you guys. <laughs> We're like, everyone's with us. We're if friends with everybody. You're with us. Literally, if anyone's going to have a 600-person wedding, it's going to be you it's, guys. But so. thank God. we. So it's a weird Southern thing that like you invite everyone to the wedding and then the reception is small. And there's like a cake reception thing that everyone's invited to. And so that... Uh, so did, so 600 people got cake, but 600, 600 people, people did not cake, get but dinner. But only 200 people got dinner. <laughs> okay. And there was a potential for 400 people to get dinner and we just literally prayed over our invites. We were like, in Jesus' name, we cannot have more than 200 and put them all in. Like, I have a picture of me holding a stack that's like the size of my torso, it, throwing it in the like post office thing. And I mean, even anyway, just the cost of those invites I, yeah, had to well, have been a fortune. You know what we did? We went, I designed them myself. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and um, I went to Kinko's, got them printed on an eight by 10. And then, but there were three on them and had them oh. slice them. Okay. Lo- like this, well, you can't see my hands, but vertically, <laughs> like, well, if you were to fold it like a, like a pamphlet, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. You were to, it would be like that slice. And then I ordered long envelopes. So that made it seem fancy. Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly very resourceful. It, well, it was very cheap. I yeah. think we spent like maybe a hundred dollars on invites. Like, wow. We were on, we were balling on a budget. Yeah. When we first got married, he had dropped, got dropped from his publishing deal. So we made $12,000 the first year we married, combined income, the two of us. Like we, our rent was 900. Like, I don't wow. know how we survived. So yeah. Paying for a large wedding was just like really not in the cards for sure. us. And anyway, so we had a free church. His dad was the pastor there. So Aww. that's why everyone and their brother was invited. Yeah. And then our reception was more intimate, but it was a Sunday, only three months notice. So sure. only half the guests which, which is exactly what you prayed welcome. for. Yes. <laughs> I was like, thank God. Thank oh God. Oh my gosh. I know it. Which, I know. And, and 200 people is still a lot of people. Okay. So you get married. Uh-huh. How many years was it before you had a baby? Oh, okay. So we, about a year later, we got pregnant. Yeah. So we were married okay. for about a year. Okay. So yeah. That's, yeah. That's, and y'all tried for several months. We tried for about eight months. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's and not like... Still so similar. To, we were yeah, nine months. Yeah. I Crazy. remember talking to you about that because yeah. I was starting to worry a little bit. Yeah. Which I feel like it's... ever So many people I've talked to, your mind, especially as a woman, goes to that place of, yeah. okay, is there something... Right. Could there be something wrong or whatever? And especially since they don't test you for like a year. Yeah. They want you to try for a year. 
But that's just a long time to wonder. Mm-hmm. I feel and like if we want to know something, we get to know immediately these days. Yeah. And that's like one space they don't really let you. And you're mm-hmm. like, but like, why? <laughs> can we yeah. Can we just check it out? But I guess there's, there's um, and they actually are sponsors for this podcast, uh, Modern Fertility. Okay. And I've all seen... these things, those weren't really, I didn't mm-hmm. really know about those when we were trying that you can kind of look into this for yourself. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that. No, and I, I wish I had I either. I should do, I should do one for, for, you know, maybe yeah. too. Yeah. Just see where we're at. Yes. That I, actually would be really interesting. My family is like, we're pretty spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really liked that. So mm-hmm. whatever happens, happens, but I wouldn't mind if they're three years apart. Or... Right. Yeah. I've heard that's a really good gap. Yeah. I've heard <laughs> from moms. <laughs> I've heard speaking from other of, mothers. Speaking of gaps in children, <laughs> uh, do you have something you'd like to tell us, Lauren Lane? <laughs> Well, Kaylee Dickerson, <laughs> I accidentally got pregnant again. <laughs> so oh, we man. are expecting. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's honestly very exciting. It is so um, exciting. I was telling you when I first got here, this is like the first day that I'm really feeling good again Thank and God. feeling energetic I'm and so happy for you. Oh, I have been out for the count for the last nine weeks um, with a nine month old. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, he was not even nine months when we first found out. And I was, it was shocking. Ooh. It was, it was a much I hope different. I picked up my, like Ooh. my breath for you. Like, <laughs> well, I, I think about, um, I mean, I'm very, you know, shocked and like a yeah. little bit overwhelmed. And I, then I think about the people who like have, you know, 12, find out they're pregnant oh. a couple of months after having yes. their, their first. And I'm like, Oh my, like, I yes. cannot imagine, but you know what? Like it's, be it's all in the plan. Exactly. And I know it'll be great. I'm so happy for Dutton, our son, because he's going to have a sibling. Yes. And he's going to love it. And my nephews are that same exact. My older nephew was nine months and then she found out she was pregnant. Okay. Like, and they are two little peas in a yeah. pod. Yeah. So cute. Especially. Like, it's going to be great. Yeah. Especially um, like, I mean, either way, it'll be wonderful. But if he gets like a little brother, like I can't, I have two little brothers and they're truly like best friends and then my sister and I too like best friends so no we're very excited but yes it was a much different feeling finding out we were pregnant this time like the first a little bit different emotions which I kind of feel guilty about honestly at first because it's natural your whole world specifically like yes this is Chris's son or daughter (laughs) but like your world changes immediately yeah his changes nine months from now true and and it's just, it's different. Being pregnant is hard. I mean, it's I don't... a lot of hard work. It t- it's a toll It's hard on, on your body. body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just the, I don't know what your postpartum you experience was. You can't drink wine anymore. You can't drink. You can't, like, there are just a lot of different things, yeah. like, that you all of a sudden you're limited to. But um, also, like, the recovery after delivery was not something that I was aware of yeah. until experiencing it. And, man, that was rough. So all of a sudden, yeah. I had all these thoughts when I first found out. I was like gosh, I don't, I can't go through this again right now. Well, like, listen, I will deliver another Frida, whatever that was. To your doorstep. <laughs> Kaylee, you baby. gave me the sweetest gift and the most like, in fact, I have copied you and given that to oh, I'm so glad. moms to me because it was the most helpful. Because no one talks about it. No, no one's one talks like, about hey, it. these are the best types of diapers. Yeah. Yeah. No, which are the true. silhouettes in case anyone is wondering. <laughs> it depends. They come in cute colors. <laughs> but I think you gave me the black, which also was yes. key because, you know, yes. good. The black. It's, and it's the black, you ones. know, make that diaper sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the, the bandage material is like a little lacy texture. Yeah, it is. 
Yeah, but like that whole uh, kit, there's like they have their own. If you're expecting the register for this, like it's the Frida postpartum yeah. kit. And it, it was so helpful. I remember I like the the different creams that mm-hmm. helped. And like everyone's different. Everyone enjoys different things, but that helped so much. And I I was like, you know what? I thought I thought about it. I was like, I don't know how many guy friends Chris has that has had that have had kids mm-hmm. or what girlfriends she I was like, I had girlfriends who'd had kids. Yeah. And were like, this. This is what you need. And so I don't know if she has that. And if she doesn't, then I'm going to just drop it off on her doorstep. Like, I don't want to see so you kind. or your baby. Someday I will. Like you just wear no makeup and a robe and don't have to see anybody. No, it was, and not Here's to mention you had handwritten little notes as oh, to yeah, what each item is for. And it was so helpful. I was pretty like so new sweet. postpartum too that I remembered it. Also. You were very, but also I remember thinking this, I was like, she has a baby and the fact that she did this and took the time, oh. it was so nice. Well, I think it was so new too that I was like ex- so excited too. I was like, yeah. you ask other people, like my sisters-in-law who've had like a thousand children, but it was so long ago. Yeah. They're like, they don't remember. I was like, this is so fresh for me. I True. remember this protector for the ladies mm-hmm. because they're raw from the child feeding. It's true. Them. And it also like, not to mention, like we kind of mentioned, we go through the nine months and then your husband yeah. or who, your partner or whatever they just not, they just go the nine months and then have a baby. Like yeah. they don't really, and your gift also perfectly sums that up because I had all these, yeah, I had depends and <laughs> all these, these different things for the healing process after. Um, and then I think you put in there and rusted a bottle of whiskey for yeah. Chris. <laughs> like if this doesn't sum up what women have to go through versus men. Yeah, he was like, this is, this is from Russ. Yeah. And it was like, it was like a nice day. bottle of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that really sums up it really the pregnancy experience. Of, of his experience and your and versus mine. Yes. But yeah, I'll, I'll need to make a, like a Amazon shop, something of all the things yes. that were in there for help people register for it. That's a great idea because obviously you can't make those for all of your wonderful listeners, but truly like it was so helpful. Yeah. So, and all of that stuff, you know, it was all from a lot Amazon. of it's from Amazon or yeah. I've seen it at Target and stuff like that. So it's more just, no, you don't know that you need it. That you know, you honestly, and my it. sister-in-law, <laughs> she's the one who has the boys nine months apart. Mm-hmm. She was the one with the shields mm-hmm. for the ladies breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. When I was like, I think I'm going to die. Like, I remember oh. I took a picture of my face, like in excruciating pain because I was like, I just need to remember like what, what this process is like postpartum. And overall, like, I'm really grateful. I didn't have, I definitely had touches of anxiety, but mm-hmm. not overall too bad, which it'd be great if you touched on mm-hmm. yours too. But like, it wasn't all that bad, but she was like, you need this, you need this. And I was like, I am, I like prime now it when like prime yeah. now was still a thing. I was like. I need this in four hours. Yes. um, It was such a game changer. And I was like, things that people just don't tell you. I know. I know the healing process was, and I, I um, didn't have a C-section. Yeah. I had a, a, you're the tiniest person. Like, uh, like I I remember when you told me that you delivered naturally, I was like, oh my God, are you all right? (laughs) I mean, I'm like, you're a size double zero pushed out a baby. (laughs) I mean, we both had big babies and I don't even know if that's fully got some birth and hips over here. <laughs> she, my mom had six kids and that those genes are alive and really? well in my body. You think oh, it's yeah. a thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I actually had a really wonderful smooth labor, but so the after the healing aspect of it, mm. I mean, just sitting down was yeah. painful and no one tells you that yeah. and you can't even fully prepare. Even if someone told you it, you can't yeah. prepare for and what you're trying to snuggle like. the sweet thing. That's only that little for so I'm like getting long. the, Ugh. yeah, I know. <laughs> like, but hey, I don't want to go through this hey, again. But then you no. remember the smell, you remember the like 
little grunts and stuff. Like I just went and saw our friend's little baby girl. She was like, the witching hour is such a real thing. Because that newborn at like seven, six, seven, they get real tired Mm -hmm. and they just want to be asleep. And you're like, why won't you stop crying? You know, at least that was my experience. And she was like, I hate calling it that. I was like, I, I didn't call it that. I was like, I called it the wishing hour. And I was like, because they wish they were asleep. Yeah. You wish they were yeah. asleep <laughs> or they wish they weren't hungry and you wish they would eat. Yeah. You know, like everyone's yeah. wishing for something that they don't get. So true. And I was like, I'd like to reframe that. And she was like, you need to tell people this. I was like, you know what? The I wishing should. hour. The wishing hour. It's the wishing so hour. So true. It's just a little chaotic, you know, and oh my gosh, a little exhausting, a little, a little exhausting. chaotic, but, but then, you know, it's a season you go to bed at seven o'clock mm-hmm. and that, that's what pregnancy prepares you for. Yeah. You're so like, true. I need to go to bed at seven and I need to nap when I can. When nap. I can. Yeah, totally. Um, Taking another quick break to talk about my favorite cleaner in my house. There is no better feeling than having a healthy and clean home. And that is why I love using products from Grove. Grove Co's concentrated cleaners and refillable glass bottles are friendlier to the planet and twice as effective as the leading natural brands. You can use sustainable products for every room in your home, from laundry care to hand soaps and more. Grove Co has you covered with safe formulas and refillable packaging that never compromise on performance. So join over 2 million households, including mine, that have started shopping sustainably at Grove. Did you know that only 9% of plastic actually gets recycled, no matter how much you put in the recycling bin? At Grove Collaborative, they believe it is time to ditch single-use plastics for good. Grove carries hundreds of products that are aimed at replacing single-use plastics across your home and personal care routine. And by 2025, Grove will be 100% plastic-free, which is incredible. Everything I've bought from them, their refillable glass countertop sprays and bathroom sprays, they all smell amazing. They look so pretty in the kitchen, but also get the job done. It is the best. So go to grove.com slash CWK today to get a free gift worth up to $50 on your first order. Plus, shipping is fast and free. Get started right now at grove.com slash CWK. Grove.com slash CWK. Now back to Lauren. I know I'm curious to see if going through it a second time will be easier in some ways, yeah. especially with things like breastfeeding. Like, I'm just curious if your body kind of acclimates a little yeah, bit and desensitizes a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be nice. I will report happens. back. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. But you had some postpartum. Yes, yeah. I did. I struggled. Um, I love that you, you shared that on your socials. And I thought mm-hmm. that was like so powerful. I was really proud of you. I did. I was feeling I had, I was feeling that way for a long time before I even recognized it, I think. I mean, I'm talking mm-hmm. like maybe a couple months. And then I had an actual like real panic attack that I had never had before and truly thought I was like having heart. I didn't know what was yeah. happening. I thought I was, I drove myself to the fire station down the street because I oh, literally wow. thought I was like having a heart attack. Turns out I pretty positive in hindsight, it was a panic attack. Um, and I mean, it was weird because I had like actual physical, like heart racing, like I had real physical symptoms, but I think my anxiety had just manifested itself for so long. And yeah. then I just finally hit, you know, and also you pair and true like postpartum, you know, hormone shifts and all that stuff with someone like me who I actually have struggled with anxiety for quite some time. And then also you're not sleeping. Like so you're, many you're, there's so many factors that go into it. So it is such a normal thing. Yeah. It wasn't that I didn't recognize it because I was ashamed of it or anything like that. I think you're just so focused on this tiny human yeah. that you kind of forget to focus on yourself. Wow. That is a word, Lauren Lane. That is so true. So finally I recognized it. Um, unfortunately it had to be because it got to the point of me having a panic attack, but sometimes yeah. it takes something yeah. like that to kind of 
make you realize. So I made an appointment at my doc for my doctor and I, um, started taking a anti-anxiety, um, and it helped me tremendously in that so season great. of life. And then I actually stopped taking it just when I found out I was pregnant. Yeah. It, you actually, I know a lot of people who take it during pregnancy. So it was just a personal decision of mine. And I, I actually feel really good, but good, good. That's what I was going to ask. I was yeah. Like, was going off it hard or it wasn't as hard, but I noticed this with Dutton as someone who struggles with anxiety, just normal. I, I kind of just have gotten used to feeling like a little bit anxious all the time. When I was pregnant, I didn't. I don't know if there's a hormone that huh. happens, but I felt very calm during pregnancy. So there has to be something that yeah. happens to your body and your brain during pregnancy. I actually should look into this, yeah. but for whatever reason, um, so when I'm pregnant, I feel really calm. Yeah. You feel a little more like invincible too. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's something about, I was, the first trimester stresses me out. Sure. You know, sure. But, I'm like overly cautious. I like lay on the couch just because I'd had a like super early miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, if they put people on bed rest to keep a baby, I'm like, yeah, I'll just do that first trimester. No yeah. one told me to do that. I that's just I don't work out hard. Yeah. Well, I didn't with Remington and not at least not that first. I don't really do much because I'm like, it's just so fragile. And your body's kind of telling you. Yeah. And you're so rest, tired. So exactly. You're throwing up. Well, I kinda, didn't really throw up. Thank God. But you're just so tired mm -hmm. that it, I think your body does do that to kind of protect you so and too. the baby. And, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, after that, you're like, I don't know. I felt that too. I felt really invincible mm -hmm. almost like I'd never been so proud. And what was crazy is like, how did you like feel extra sexy? <laughs> I was like, I like, I thought I would not, I'd be like ashamed of how my sure. body would look. But I never, that never happened. Yeah, Not no. that I felt extra sexy. I think I felt, I don't know. I felt so like beautiful. Yeah, I, I agree. The I, whole process, I think I was so proud of the process. I really You weren't maybe as hard on yourself, like as yeah, you thought. Like maybe. I, I feel like I definitely, yeah, I don't know. There was just this overall feeling of calmness and, yeah. and peace. And, and I, it has to be, there has to be some sort of a hormone that's yeah. released to Make and you I feel that way. So gives peace where mm -hmm. like we've, we've talked about before in relationships, like we knew it was our guys cause we had so much peace mm -hmm. and like peace just marks things that like are of God. Yes. And even if you are struggling with anxiety, like you can pray that, you know, like mm -hmm. I just pray the peace of God that passes all understanding, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you can speak like speaking that kind of stuff over yourself really helps. Like it's even so when true. I feel like that, like I think I've, I've always been so cautious to like label something mm -hmm. and like take ownership of, I've definitely had anxious thoughts, but I've always been like, I'm not going to claim anxiety. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, I've been anxious before for sure. sure. And there are people who are riddled with it. And like, you definitely need to get some help if that's what mm -hmm. you're needing. But like, I think I would just always, I'd be like, especially in pregnancy, I'd pray like life and life abundant, or I would have these like verses that when I started to get scared, it just, there's something that just comes with that. Like yeah. there's so much peace. It's so true. I, I know. It's and so and I think that's been something that I have been challenged by because I do think that sometimes my anxiety, I actually, for me at least, I think that is just my cross to bear. I think I'm wired like that. I remember being in kindergarten, being anxious. Like, I think it's just something oh, that wow. I deal with. But with that being said, I also believe that sometimes anxiety, at least in my case, can also be when I'm trying to control things that mm -hmm. I 
can't or shouldn't. And I need to be more honestly, like faithful and and yeah. trusting in God. And, and Chris, I think I was telling you this, Chris is like truly has the most childlike faith. Like yeah. I've never met anyone. Russ is the same way. Like, look at these two. Literally just so sweet. truly, truly, truly like doesn't worry about anything because he knows that God is in control. And I think, again, I anxiety is like an actual like chemical thing and it's like not so not to like put it all on that but I do think sometimes I also my anxiety gets worse when I am not as trusting as I should be or I'm not as you know deep in my prayer life as I should be and it definitely helps in those situations to when I start to refocus yeah you know my brain recalibrate recenter it definitely helps a lot. Did you have, we've talked about this before and we talk about dreams a lot on this podcast. Lauren has definitely has prophetic dreams. We've discussed this and <laughs> we will clue you in on it. And she's actually one of the stories I had on my episode with Ainsley. Um, I just never said who it was. Um, did you have nightmares as a kid? Oh, I had night terrors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just so curious because we were like, when you have a bad dream, like when I do, I wake up and it there's like a vibe to my day mm-hmm. that I'm just so curious if that is like a, piece, like a cloud. Yeah. Like a piece of that. Un, like what you thought as anxiety as a kid could be, you know what I mean? So like, true. I never thought about that part of it. Yeah. So if y'all remember one of the episodes I talked about telling people dreams and if you should or shouldn't. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes it's so freaking random and, and it doesn't make sense. And sometimes you just know you're supposed to tell someone And I was like, I had this dream that a friend was wearing a necklace from an old boyfriend. And I was like, I should not text her this. Like, this is so ridiculous. But I just couldn't let it go. Like, I just, it kept like replaying throughout my day. And that's what's interesting about bad ones is it it can flash through your day and it like really affect you. Um, And so I text Lauren. I was like, hey, and I like gave all the disclaimers. I was like, this is so ridiculous and like, Please just ignore this if this makes absolutely no sense to you. But I was like, I had this dream. You were wearing a necklace from your old boyfriend. And all of a sudden you realized it and you like took it off or I was helping you take it off. I can't remember exactly. It was like, this was like years ago, like yeah, two years probably, ago. Maybe. Oh, yeah, at least. And, but I still remember it. That's when, what's even crazier. It's mm-hmm. like, so I, if I forget a dream within like an hour, like that wasn't something I was supposed to sure. know or remember. Anyway, and you text me back and you were like, this is wild, like all caps. And I was like, what? And you were like, you're not going to believe this. And you, I mean, you tell them the story. I had realized on accident, not intentionally, I had been wearing a necklace that an ex-boyfriend gave me, specifically the like somewhat toxic relationship that I have mentioned, I had mentioned to you before, but my mom it's actually so weird. They gave me these necklaces the same year for Christmas. They're literally like a solitaire diamond gold chain, like very simple, delicate, dainty necklaces. One diamond is slightly like, I don't even really know a lot about carrots, but yeah, like probably 0.001, like just slightly to the eye bigger than the other. And I had accidentally been wearing the one that my ex had given me thinking I was wearing the one that my mom had given me because they look the exact same. And I think the only reason I realized it is because I was like, oh gosh, this is like the one that's a slightly bigger. And so yeah. I took it off and put it back in my like jewelry drawer and switched it to the one that my mom had given me. Um, and then you texted me that. And I was like, that Wait, how, doesn't even... Do you remember how far apart? Was it super close? You know what? I don't remember, yeah. but I feel like 
I remember it being very recent. Like, yeah. I don't remember if it was like, like a it was week like, or yeah, I think two. It was like a week. That's it was, what I remember. I feel like I just know it was like very recent enough where I was like, what? How would she, how would she have known this? <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. Like, truly so bizarre. And I like, you know, like I, if you listen to this, like, I don't really recommend telling people your dreams because a lot of people do and they're not really what you think Or could they take for. it the wrong way or yeah, something? Yeah, or they're not like life-giving and some things you're just supposed to pray for. Sure. And not, no one needs to know. Yeah. And um, so anyway, I, I was like, wait, what? Like, I could <laughs> not believe it. And then um, you started telling me, you're like, this is crazy. Like, so do you dream a lot? And I was like, yeah. And you were like, this is crazy. I've always dreamt things like before they happen Mm -hmm. since I was a kid. And I was like, Lauren, and I didn't know this about you. The whole purpose of me having that dream was God telling you, you have prophetic dreams. True. That was it. That was only that. And you and I both, I have like a ring from an ex-boyfriend that I also need to get rid of. So we can go to a pawn shop together. Like, (laughs) like, cause you're like, what do I do with this? I can't just donate it to Goodwill. I don't know. It's just, we'll go to a pawn shop and then like give the money to that's like a single just, mom or something. Yes. I don't know. That's actually such a good idea. Let's do it. Let's I, do it. I'm just like, what is the point of this? And I remember saying on the text being like, Lauren, like God wants you to know that he speaks to you in dreams. Like this is awesome. Yeah. And tell him, tell him the dream that made you, this is wild y'all. This was probably the moment where I realized how, and it was probably the most literal application of a dream I had ever had, but gosh, maybe like five or it's probably about six years ago now, I had been watching a movie and I fell asleep watching the movie and I woke up kind of, you know, in a scary, like just frazzled, you know, because I had just dreamed. It wasn't like a super vivid dream, but it was vividly, there were like uh, sirens and lights and and some sort of like emergency vehicles. And my whole family was in it. Like my family was in trouble and there were emergency vehicles. And then I woke up and I was panicked. I I was so panicked that I actually texted my mom and just said, Hey, are you okay? I just had a horrible dream. You know, when you like have a bad dream about someone and you just like want to tell them you love them because it was like kind of traumatizing. She was like, yeah, we're fine, whatever. And so I went to bed that night and literally the the next morning, I get a call from my parents being like, don't freak out, but our house caught on fire and the fire trucks put it out. Everyone's okay. The dogs are okay. But our dryer caught on fire and they had a major house fire, like where they were out of their house for like three months. And this was but not even 12 hours yeah. after this whole thing had happened. So that was really the first like oh my gosh. And I had even told my mom about the dream. So she can, she can, you know, vouch for it it that this happened. So, and I don't know why I would like, cause I didn't do anything to like help anyone. Like, it's not like my text to my mom, like prevented anything from happening. So part of me is like, I wonder why I was given that dream. Like, well, just to show you that God speaks to you in them. Yeah. You know, like, It's not like that wasn't going to happen or you could have stopped it from happening. Like, I do believe when you have some of those dreams, it is to pray that they don't happen. Mm -hmm. But sometimes like, like a friend of mine, she had, she had a dream about Columbine the night before it happened when she was little and she came downstairs and she was like, mom, I had a dream that there was a shooting at a school and it was literally on the news. (gasps) And like, it's not like she knew to pray against that. It's not like any of those things. Like I think God sometimes just writes a story teaching us some things mm-hmm. being like, hey, you hear from me here. Mm-hmm. 
and you specifically, her specifically, me specifically. And like, I just love this about God. Like he communicates, he's like a real dad. He's like the best dad. Like he, he made, if you don't feel, I just want you to know if you don't get dreams, that doesn't mean something's wrong with you or any of that. It is like God speaks differently to different people Mm -hmm. and you probably experience him in ways that I don't Mm -hmm. and that Lauren doesn't, but I were visual learners. True. So like, I remember dreams specifically. And like, Mm -hmm. so he knows to speak to me that way. And some people, when they read the Bible, it just like bounces off the page to them because they're Mm -hmm. so into literature and they love reading. And like, yes, that does happen to me, but I don't always retain it the same Mm -hmm. that I do dreams or God, like literally doing miracles or experiences. Mm -hmm. I retain those like crazy. And he just knows who he's, who he's dealing with. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's true. And it's so cool. And like, that is just such a pillar for you to be like, oh yeah, you do speak to me like Mm -hmm. this. So that when you have a dream that is anxiety inducing or whatever, just like get up. You can tell Chris, like there's a Mm -hmm. scripture that says one, a believer puts a thousand to flight and and two put 10,000. Like there's a multiplication of two believers. It's not just 2000, it's times 10, what you can accomplish in the spiritual realm, praying for things. So that's why Russ and I pray together a lot. Because I'm like, if we're going to pray against different forces coming against people we love, I'm going to go up against 10,000 instead sure. of just one. And if you aren't married or whatever, like having a friend you can do that with is so powerful and effective in my experience. Mm-hmm. But that's what we do, you know, and then you'll feel this lift. You'll mm-hmm. be like, in Jesus name, I come against the spirit of death over this person. I just am specific. I don't ramble. I don't make it a long thing. Like I come against it in the name of Jesus. I protect them by the blood of Jesus Mm -hmm. in Jesus name. Yeah. It's simple. Yeah. You know, it's not like, and I pray for his household and I pray for his (laughs) his grandmother and I pray and I bless the bread he eats tonight. You know, like it's beautiful. Sure. Bless the bread. My dad, when he, when he gives a blessing over our dinner, we're all sometimes like, okay, let's wrap it up. (laughs) My dad, my dad, my dad starts talking to us. Like he transitions to be like, God, thank you for these blessings. And and this, and he goes, you guys, you mean the world to me and your mom. And I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> My dad gets way too detail oriented. Like he'll be like, we pray for Molly and John who are currently in Orinda, California. Like he'll, he'll literally state like their geographical location and like what their they're doing. Lord, I am not this. joking. And we're like, okay, we, we, we know we're good. God knows. God, God knows, knows where they God are. actually knows so much better. His find my friends is spot on. It's so funny. We give him such a hard time about I it. I have 10,000 people on find my friends. Are you a find my friends or? Okay. So no, I just have my family. Yeah. Okay. And then I actually just added Chris. Stop. I it. don't know why I like forgot that find friends was a thing. <laughs> And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to add Chris. This, this would like, like the, solve greatest, so many problems. Yes. One of the greatest resources. Russ and I started, he's the reason I got it because my brother who lived in Atlanta, because we'd come to visit and he'd be like, use this app and I'll know how far away you are. Instead of like, so where are you guys now? So True. where are you guys yes. now? And then when Russ was touring and we were dating, we did that. Not in like mm-hmm. a shady way, but in a like, so I don't have to ask you, are you in Kentucky or are yeah. you in New York? Yes. Like yes. it saves just all this unnecessary. And now- 
it's like, is he still writing? Is he uh-huh. still at that house or is he on his way home? And it is, it is so a nice. game changer. I know. I know. If it you really don't is. use this feature on your phone, you need to. Especially if you're someone like my mom, I'm calling you out right now. <laughs> she doesn't know. She never answers her phone. And then I like, uh, sometimes it's a couple hours past and I get worried and then I yes. check, but I'm like, okay, she's at home. It's fine. She's so home. it really is wonderful. It is nice. And my parents, they'll come babysit. I'm like, have they even left yet? Because I have to leave. Yeah. And, and so then you don't have to call them. It yeah. is magical. Anyway, it's such a random tangent to go on <laughs> at the end of our like I'm like, hey Lauren, will you accept my find my friends request? Yeah. I just want to see if uh, we're in town at the same time. We do actually, actually do that with our touring people, and yeah. sometimes it's funny because you'll do it and you'll be like, wait, we're in the same city as yeah. whoever. So we were true. in London, and Charles and Cassie Kelly were there on spring break and didn't know it until well, no, we did actually fi- okay. had talked about it, but it was funny when I pulled up find my friends in London and it was like. Because Cassie's relatively close here, and I just yeah. always see her little picture. <laughs> and I was just like in London, and like, there's that Cassie. is crazy. Yeah. So he actually came out and like sang with Russ at the. Oh my God. Yeah, it was awesome. But how fun. And you guys brought the whole family. Yes. We did, did you? Was it your mom who went or um, did Russell's Russ's mom? mom? Okay. Game changer. I could not have surrendered. All you single moms out there, I you know. military moms that are, and Heroes. dads, if your wife's in the military, yeah. whatever. Y'all, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. You're our heroes. 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 And I feel like you hear kids say that all the time, too. Yeah. When they become adults, really they're sweet. like, my mom. Like, you realize that when you become an adult, A, just how much your parents did in general for you. Yes. But I think especially, yeah, single moms, single dads, military parents, you're yes. just like, I mean, literally, you are a hero. I know. Like, when Russ has gone for like four or five days touring, I'm like, wow, this is tough. Mm-hmm. And then I think there are people that are at home with multiple children and they're person is across the world mm-hmm. and they don't even know if they're going to make it home. Oh my gosh. I'm like, you guys, the the strength, like the mental strength. I, I remember, mm-hmm. you know, as I tout like truly the best, but I remember thinking that when you, when you were at home the last several months, cause you were fending for yourself without family around and Chris was gone. And I was like, sure. man, she's so strong. Like I remember it, being yeah. like, I'm so impressed. And she, and you'd still come on the internet and like look stunning. And I was like, what <laughs> no, is no, happening? No. Like super That's human like over here. Once a week, I would like somewhat pull myself together. And <laughs> then the rest of the six days. Even when you have no makeup on and your hair is a mess, you're still the cutest <laughs> darn thing on the planet. So Kaylee, I mean, it. this is why you have friends. They build you up. It's wonderful. Yes. Well, that's why you need friends who build <laughs> you up. If you don't have that, I need you to go find some. I know. Yeah. Just check on the baby. Make sure. Oh, yeah. oh no. We're the house hasn't burned down. You know? Okay. Everything's fine. Every See, <laughs> this is a message to moms too. You can leave the house yes. and everything will be okay. And then you go home and you feel like re-energized, yes. renewed. Yes. You're that like, happened to me yesterday. Yeah. I went, I got my lashes done. I've been doing that again. Oh, they, they do. I, they look really good. I am just so thankful. I yeah. like, I've had the same girl for like ever. So she charges me like $40. She charges me wow. like nothing. <laughs> and I'm That's like, amazing. So I tip, I was like, this is ridiculous. Why yeah. do you keep charging me this? But anyway, it is like, so once we were touring again and just like weird hours, mm-hmm. 10 hour flights to Europe, like whatever, I was like, and we're done here. I was like, I cannot maintain trying to look put together. Like just lashes they help do it for me. so much. That's it. That's all it I, I can do. It is weird how much I can do just like a tinted moisture and some lashes mm-hmm. and sister feels great and sister needs to feel great. It's true. So anyway, I did that. I did that yesterday. I went and got sushi by myself. Oh. And I was like, you know what? This is a good day for me. And I actually stopped by some of my other friends who have kids that I don't always go see Mm -hmm. and bring him. Like my friend just had that baby Mm -hmm. and I got to meet her baby and not worry about my And like be totally present. Yeah. Yeah. Running around. I got to like help clean up and like 
you know, put the toys Aww. away and like help her. She has, she has a three-year-old mm-hmm. and a newborn. So anyway, I came home and I looked at my son with like this refreshed, yes. renewed, like awe and wonder. And like, I'm so obsessed with you. And it was just nice. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how much you can miss your child. Yes. After like a few hours. Yes. So if you need to I get feel a like babysitter, seen you forever. whoever is listening, if you need to go have a little do me it. day, I know. do it. We we're encouraging because we I just know. had a, a good reminder. Day, the two of us we together. Did. Some Thank coffee. You. Yes. Some conversation. Thank you for having coffee with me. Yeah. Thanks for inviting Such me. Such a treat. Thanks for my mug. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You'll have to send me selfies with it. I know it's so cute. I know it's like a little camper mug. It's so which is very on brand for me because you I designed love this camping. Um, kind of. Yeah. Well, I, so I helped, cute. I helped the ba- branding process, but it's very, very cute. Can Thank people you. buy these? I should make them viable. Yeah, they're I, so if, cute. if you come to coffee with Kaylee in real life, you get one. Right. And so we I need merch. Yeah, I know. People I need, need it, merch. I know. I, I'm like, this is why I need it. And like, this would be a cute like hoodie. Yeah, I know. Seriously. I thought of doing a shirt that says I take my coffee with, and then it just like in the Starbucks, like box, it just says Kaylee. Yeah. On it. You know, like I take my coffee with cream or I take my coffee with sugar, but it's like I take my coffee with Kaylee. I got it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> just in case my listeners here did not pick up on that. So when you see this merch. Okay. You need to start your merch I store. I know. Well, and I need... your Amazon storefront. Yes. Because okay. you have a lot of good suggestions. I need to hire someone to help me to month. do this. Yes. I would love it. I would love it. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for being here. I Thanks love you. I adore me. you. I can't wait to have our dinner date. I know. Can't wait. And our play date. And our play date at the park. But those are two different things. Two different things. We're doing all of the Mm -hmm. above in the Mm -hmm. next couple months Mm -hmm. because it's us. If we get this in within (laughs) six months, I will be so proud of myself. (laughs) Literally probably already have a newborn. Oh. No. Okay. That actually is a good This is a good deadline. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, we hope you guys have the best day. We love you. Thanks for listening. Well, guys, I have some very exciting news for you. By popular demand, I have brought back our friend Ben for a follow-up episode. (laughs) Y'all have had so many questions about what his transition from prison to real life was, how he got married, how he met his wife, and I'm sure you already know he has way more incredible stories to tell. So he's coming back, and I can't wait for him to share them with you. So we'll see you next week. 